Welcome to the first episode ever of the Millennial Marriages Podcast. In this podcast, we plan to discuss with other couples the challenges of being a millennial and being in a relationship or being married. Um, I am with my wife, Sandra Mossman. I am the husband, Ryan Mossman. And today we're just going to do a brief overview about ourselves and why we're doing this podcast and what we hope to achieve. But first, we're going to just start with some introductions and we're going to start with Sandra. Before I introduce myself, I want to put intention for this video. And intention for this video for me is to talk about ourselves, how you can relate to us and um, why we create this video and uh, just talk about us in an interesting and funny way. I think before I want to talk about me I want to say what it's very stressful to do the podcast and maybe if you ever think to do the podcast it's our like fifth time when you record the first video because I'm very nervous to speak in front of the camera and I'm very like structured person and I need to be like what exactly we speak but Ryan he's more like Right, we, have, oh. we have a structure. I'm getting to right. We're in the introduction portion of the podcast. I think there it, is a structure. I, I have it typed up. I think up. it's funny way to tell like what I'm structure person and I need like step by step what exactly what I, what you're talking. But Ryan, he's more like just go with the flow. But anyway, it's very stressful to do the podcast. Uh, but okay, so I'm Sandra. Uh, Sandra Mossman. I'm from Latvia. I came to America uh, for the internship when I was 23 years old. Uh, I, I have a master's and bachelor's degree in IT. So I came here to America to work in IT company. And I worked for IT company for six years. Did I like it? Not really. <laughs> so um, in end of the 2022, I left my job. Like many of you, and so during the pandemic many of people left their jobs 2021 you left your job huh 2021 yeah the yeah end of yeah. 2021 i left my job so it was almost one and a half years ago uh when i left my job to be professional astrologer feng shui consultant um life coach tarot reader so i do a lot of things any of the woo woo new age stuff sandra's can do it all I can, yeah, I, it, and we will talk later how um, all my knowledge help us in our relationships and in our business. And um, lately I also uh, was introduced to spirituality for like for last six months. I'm very studying spirituality and um, I try to meditate, I put intentions and uh, do journaling. So it's also part of my life, what I enjoy. So I do not do much journaling, meditation, any of he that. He doesn't do anything. But <laughs> I do think about that kind of stuff. And I like to, I guess, study it, investigate it. My whole position on anything like astrology, spirituality, 
anything like that is just kind of like maybe. So I'm Ryan Mossman. I am a husband. I was born and raised in California and I couldn't get an American girl so then I decided to mail order one from Latvia. So that's how she was able to get over here. <laughs> she didn't get an intern. I was the internship. I shipped her over here. She knows nothing about IT. <laughs> no. no, that's actually a joke. We met uh, online. We met online. Lots of people ask how we met. We met online. We met at a wine bar. And the rest is history. It's a long story. Uh, so many, yeah, so many people ask which, how exactly we met, what kind of website we used, <laughs> how exactly. Uh, also, so many people asked uh, how I knew what Ryan he's serious person, what exactly he was, what exactly he did, what, uh, why he was serious, how you can like differential uh, when the man is serious for a relationship, when he's not serious for relationships. S serious. Per what do you mean, like serious, like? In the, not like in the one night stand, but like. Oh, like long. serious, not okay. Yeah. Like looking for more than yes, just a one yes. night stand. Yes. So okay. yeah. So like how you can like say which one is uh, real for a relationship, and yeah. So I had like a friends who asked me like, how did they know? <laughs> how did you know? I <laughs> because Ryan he was really. Like with the story, what I always tell is uh, right now so many like datings is about like this game of like oh I will message you like in two days or I'll, like call you like or like email like message you like in like one day because it's a game for them to like date like not to be a vulnerable just to like yeah it's a, it's a dating game but Ryan he wasn't really in this like games of dating he was like he's there for you he just he want to date you and he don't do like all this like crappy stuff to my player days were behind me yes by that point. Yeah. yes he was like he i like him yes and he was just like yeah he messaged me every day and it's how he got me that's <laughs> how i got her i didn't mail order her so if, if you're dating and you're trying like if you're like a man and you're trying to date somebody and you really like her don't play the games like it's there's probably like plenty of relationships that don't go anywhere because of that yes you know yes like they just decide oh i'm gonna do i'm not gonna i'm gonna wait six days to call yeah. this person or text this person and then you miss out on a great opportunity with a great person yes you know? so. yeah it's i think like our story is like so long and like how we grew so we are together already like almost six years and looking how we are like from the start like how, who we were <laughs> we will put the picture here like our first like trip <laughs> and uh how we our first photo our first photo uh and how we are right now here it's long it's long way we went through the all the difficulties how like every couple go so the the format of the podcast is we have 10 topics we may or may not go through all 10 so the first topic is balancing career and personal life. Millennials often face the challenge of juggling demanding careers while maintaining a healthy work-life balance, which can put strain on a marriage. So how do we balance the career and personal life? 
maybe you can say from your like perspective how do you do like because like before you've worked and then now you work for yourself like how do you like what's your like maybe three tips what you do so i think most important is to put the marriage or the relationship first mm-hmm. which i think i've always done what 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 do you do what exactly you do like what's for what how do you put the marriage first well because you have a lot well, we're, t- we're discussing this in career balancing career and personal life yeah. so like work can be stressful depending on you know your job or your career it can be more stressful for others <laughs> i was very much my mindset was i work till four o'clock and when i'm clocked out like i'm done like i i think about work from the hours that i'm clocked into work um mm-hmm. now i think things work a little bit differently because we don't clock in or clock out anymore you know so we work we both own our own businesses so it's much more difficult <laughs> it is much more difficult because the schedules kind of bounce around and but for the most part we have like our set structure right where we're always like okay at this time each day we're gonna go for our walk or like this day each week we're gonna do our grocery shopping which we have to go grocery shopping by the way it's the rituals rituals is what's like rituals like habits are very important like how's uh ryan told like we have like structure but like when we walk so every like at eight o'clock every night we finish our job no matter where you are during the job you just like finish at eight o'clock and we go for a walk so we have like this <laughs> ryan is not morning person i take care of ryan in the morning and um he take care of me at night so that's good th- that's a good point too because you sh- need to understand your partner to be able to create that balance astrology astrology (laughs) sandra uses astrology i'm more of a intuition feel just kind of go by feel type of type of person um i think like it's very difficult for me because i'm an immigrant i if you're an immigrant so many um immigrants who came to america they want to achieve a lot of things uh so we work a lot so also americans work a lot too but i think like Ameri- Amer- immigrants also works a lot uh, and they want to do a lot of and they want to work constantly um so i do work a lot mm-hmm. i do um but what's like what how ryan helped me i think to make this balance because like in the relationship like in the beginning in relationship i work like so much i always worked but ryan kind of was more like i stopped at work at four o'clock i am done i can do whatever i want but for me it's like always worked so ryan taught me how to relax (laughs) kind of even so here's like time when we just don't talk about the job or we just relax and now i um try to relax more because Ryan taught me to do it. That's a good point though too is because immigrants typically probably take uh, the opportunities 
that are present more in America versus their home country, they take advantage more so than Americans who mm-hmm. are more likely to just kind of take them for granted. Yeah. Um, like not like I, I wish that I could go back in time and work harder, like earlier in my life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know well the even now you know it's like we're building building our businesses and then it's it's difficult because um we left behind a steady income stream from our salaries and our paychecks Mm -hmm. right and we decided that we had enough money saved to take an opportunity to work for ourselves because that ultimately is is the dream to have like a just income coming in residual income from a business that we've built from the bottom up and then hopefully in the future we can spend a lot more time together than than we do now mhm mhm uh... Yes, and again, um, how to balance between the work and and love life. Um, Again, like Ryan told, like, you need to understand the other person very well. And also, you need to put the effort. Like, sometimes, like, again, like how I told, like, I work a lot, but sometimes you just need to, like, stop to work and say, like, something more important is the love life. And just, like, so make the effort to, like, to love as a person mm-hmm. make effort to have the relationship mean more to you than the career yes i think yeah. it's the only way to really do it because career is really especially to people our age millennials uh, a lot of them maybe have really high powered stressful careers that they worked really hard to get to whether you're a Maybe a doctor or a lawyer or mm-hmm. invented an app or something. Who mm-hmm. knows? But no matter what, you need to make your relationship more important than your career. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the only way that your relationship is going to succeed. And support. Now, like, we have, like, um, in the beginning in our, like, life together, we, like, work a lot in our relationships. And now we're, like... Have- so strong couple, <laughs> power couple. <laughs> so now we can uh, manage our business um, uh, well because uh, doing the business is stressful. It's uh, it's also like next level. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So next one is segue from stress is financial stress. So mm-hmm. um, millennials may be burdened with student loan debt high living costs and stagnant wages, leading to financial stress and disagreements within a marriage. So the question is about how to manage financials? Yeah, how do we manage our financial stress? Yeah, okay. The stress from financials. Do you want me to start? Uh, Can I say just one thing? Yeah. Meditation. Meditation. (laughs) Yes. Um... Well, I would say until recently, we had like a steady income. Mm-hmm. And then when we decided to both do our businesses, that has made things 
a lot more stressful financially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we have Sandra, who is the... She balances our budget <laughs> for us. And, you know, you just have to be more mindful of what you spend your money on. But the student loans we don't we don't have any student loans mm -hmm. we're i think like everybody we're also dealing with high living costs we're definitely dealing with stagnant wages mm -hmm. <laughs> right now because uh, as we said we're building our businesses <laughs> up um but yeah what for you when let's say when we were both working what was stressful about that situation financially? Um, or when we, when just I had the pay, uh, the steady income, or whichever state of our financial situation you want to go through. I think um, I love to talk about the finances. The finances is one of my like favorite topic to talk about my clients because uh, this financial literacy. It's very, very important. And um, to understand where your money is, where, where, how they come, how they go. And um, I think the first thing what in the finances and everybody who has the finances stress and the anxiety about the finances, the number one, uh, what we do, it's uh, like Ryan mentioned, is uh, see where your money goes and like where the money is. So we have this. Uh, I have the Excel file where I every every like like twice a month I review how much where we spend, like how we are fat, like maybe we need to say like how our budget is created. So Ryan have his own money uh, for his, the your, business. Yeah. Your, your his own like finances, his bank accounts, and I have my own uh, finances bank account, and then we have our together finances bank account. So I'm, um, like... There's, like, your business, your money for your business, like, my money for my business, and then we have, like, uh, our money. Yes. For yeah. the budget. For the budget, for it's for the rent, for the utilities, for the food. And then we have, like, our savings accounts yes. and yeah. investment accounts and yes. things like that. Yeah. Uh, which are, we share. For yeah. The so, um, the first thing is, so like, I always, um see where my money goes like for business um where like all my subscription and everything so i have like where i go for the business so, like personal where i spend money and then like where's my uh the account for our like joint account where the money goes like the food utilities like rent also like subscriptions the tv and everything so uh you need to be um aware where your money goes so the more aware you are where your money goes the less stress you have and for me, what works even when I get stressed for the money, I check my money and I go to my bank account and do this like Excel file and see like how much money I have and how much left. So I don't have this like panic attack or like anxiety of not knowing because the first thing when it's anxiety, you have anxiety about the money, you have like a clarity, mm -hmm. like what exactly happening. Uh, and also, of course, the loans, also like debts, also like credit cards, like it's just like uh, from where I came from Latvia, we didn't have it. It's just like something very like unique for me to have the credit card debts, to have like a loan, the own money, <laughs> the own money. 
Yeah. And I think it's just like very interesting way how American live. Um, so I never had this like issue to pay off my credit card and I always pay it off. And uh, I think it's the number one thing also, you should pay off your uh, credit cards, payments, your loans and everything. Uh, but it's it's a huge subject what I can talk about forever. <laughs> I think like the only debt we have is the, the car. Yeah. The car payment. It's like the yeah. only. Yeah. If we've discussed selling it to yeah. get rid of that car yeah. payment. Yeah. But we'll see because I do really love that car. It's yeah. It's always you need to understand what is behind this uh, car. What's values? What why you need this car? Kind of it is to comfortable it's just like what what's behind this car um so so how we deal the finances just like well, i think we went over it yeah yeah mm -hmm. so next topic on the list you're gonna like this one perfect because sometimes you yell at me <clears throat> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> technology and distractions Constant connectivity and screen time can hinder quality communication and emotional connection between partners, causing a sense of disconnection and isolation. So tell me why you do it. <laughs> oh, the TikToks. So TikTok... <laughs> I downloaded TikTok like it. A year ago, mm -hmm. maybe longer, like 18 months ago, just mm -hmm. to see what all the hype was about. Yeah. And I didn't really use it. I like mm -hmm. made a few bit, made a few videos when uh, we started the, when I started the real estate mm -hmm. business just to, because. Uh-huh. And, but recently I started actually watching TikTok and like seeing, liking videos and stuff. And it's like actually quite amazing how well TikTok like knows me and understands me and like shows me exactly videos that I want to see. <laughs> like it knows me better than I know myself sometimes. So it's that's why it's so addicting because it, I guess the data that it collects just understands you better than you know yourself and you just can be like out. Sometimes like after you go to bed, like I'm just watching TikTok for like 90 minutes. Like 90 minutes will go by and. I won't even, I'll be like, oh my god, I have to go to bed. So. It's. But I do it when you're in bed, so. Well, not always, but that's when you're in bed, so it's not distracting me from our marriage. Actually, um, I think, like, I have two stories about it. Okay. And what helped, helped me, what's helped me, and, like, 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 this, the social media is addicted, addiction, it's. Everybody knows, like, the more you watch, the more addicted it is. And social media is sometimes not good for you if you don't know who you are. You can compare yourself with other people. So social media is, like, a difficult subject. Um, for me, it also was difficult. Uh, but the first thing that helped me is uh, journaling. And how it helped me is um, every night I journal. And uh, every night I ask myself what good I did to other people and, and what uh, what uh, what else could I do better and uh, I started to journal of um, when I uh, when Ryan came to me and I was watching my phone and it's like because priority is Ryan always and I I journal I wrote it until like oh I 
decided to do on my phone, watch my phone, and like to spend time with Ryan or like reply to him or something. And then it's like kind of um, I felt bad. So the way how you like how like I do it is like if you're on the phone and it's something very important and sometimes it's important you need to reply to somebody yes uh it's a good way just to tell as another person like can you give me five minutes i reply to social media and then i will uh, i will come back to you i will spend time with you kind of so you have this uh other person to understand where you are in the social media are you just scrolling or if you're not scrolling but you're something but if you're working for social media something just tell other person like five minutes and then I can spend time with you, but really five minutes, yes. So other person like understand where you are. Uh, but also in, like journal where you are, how, how bad social media for you. And another thing is like maybe I think it's also my win <laughs> with social media. Um, like I told before, like I'm in sp spirituality, I'm working with this, my spiritual aspect a lot. So I journal and I do like different strange practices <laughs> and I meditate and for last I think one week um so every night I do the journaling and do spiritual like meditation and the practices and before uh I didn't want to do it I didn't want them to do these practices and journaling and I wanted to do social media I wanted to be in social media be because after that long time days of work you just work you don't do and you don't do social media so I always had this like my time at night, at evening when I do social media. But after I did the meditation, practice journaling, now I enjoy more the journaling instead of social media. So it's like long way to go to understand why you do social media, what, why you need the social media, and also prioritize the real person over the social media. I think like we both have businesses so social media is like a big part of that yes but at the same time the addictive part of social media is not the business part the business part is kind of like busy work you yes know? yeah when you get like stuck in the rabbit hole it's not because you're doing something necessarily for your business at least not me anyway maybe you because you spend a lot of time um using social media for your business because your business basically lives on social media mm -hmm. for my business it's more just kind of a tool to grow the business mm -hmm. um but yeah i think it's just you need to be aware aware yeah conscious of it and then realize what you're missing out if mm -hmm. you're spending your time watching some kitten videos and, instead and you need to be uh like you need to make an effort not to do it it will not like it will not magically you will change your habit of like not be on social social media have this addiction mm -hmm. you need to constantly kind of work on yourself and journal like journal do whatever you do then like okay where am i right now what i'm doing right now in the moment mm -hmm. whatever i do is productive for my life if it's not then like why you do it yeah. so it's like you need to take yourself out of the social media like just it's difficult. I I understand, Ryan. Understand. It's difficult, but uh, only the way you do it to just like uh, take you out there. I think it's probably more of a problem for me than for you, as far as it being a distraction in our marriage. Yes. <laughs> so 
maybe something like uh, we need to, or I need to work on them. So it's it's good, yeah. It's... So we will move on now to the next topic, which is changing gender roles. Millennials often seek egalitarian relationships, challenging traditional gender roles. Balancing responsibilities and expectations can create tension and confusion. So. I think maybe this was for you. I uh, weird. I I think like you had different expectations on what your role would be in in yes, I the relationship, it, yeah. especially yeah. since you were born in Latvia. Or how I thought I was born in Soviet Union. <laughs> so I mean, so when you were born in yeah. Soviet Union. Yeah. In Latvia, which was part of Soviet Union. Yeah. Um Yes, uh, so like from Latvia and from my family and how my grandma lived, how my everybody lived. Um, I had a dad, grandpa, who fixed everything, took care of the family, brings the money, fixed everything. Yes, it's like he worked with the hands. And my mom, she was um, what? And my mom was. My mom was um, washing the floors, cooking. Uh, do all the like fam like f female stuff mm -hmm. and um, when I met Ryan I also told what I will cook I will clean I will uh, do all what the, my mom did my grandma did everything did uh, but the issue with Ryan what I had <laughs> issue it was the issue in the beginning um, what I came from Latvia and we have very different food uh, and then like American have and instead of what Ryan eats and uh, <laughs> when we when I tried to cook when I tried like, to be this like female who cooks and provide for the gives take care of his hu uh, husband uh, Ryan didn't like it he didn't like my food and I was like so offended of uh, why I don't like my food Russian food is just it's so good. <laughs> no, it's just so much like fish and mayonnaise and like onions, uh, like cabbage. For, for <laughs> mayonnaise, I just refuse to eat. Period. Like, if I know there is mayonnaise in something, I won't eat it. Onions, I can eat sometimes, but I don't particularly like them. And fish, I pretty much only like salmon, plain salmon, mm -hmm. not with any sort of like sauce or uh, anything mm -hmm. weird like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And Russian food, at least the food that you made me, was basically fish and onions and mayonnaise all mixed together. It was very good um, salad. So, yes, and it was like our first... Uh, Difficulty in our marriage when uh, I wanted to take care of my husband, care, love him, and how I love him is how my grandma loved my grandpa and my mom. Uh, she, he, they cooked, and Ryan didn't like what I cooked, so it was like so difficult for me. So I stopped to cook, <laughs> and now we have a perfect marriage because I don't cook anymore. <laughs> you, yeah, you don't cook very often now. Yeah, I don't cook for like I cook for myself. You cook for yourself. I don't. I we don't cook. For, I don't cook for Ryan anymore. Um, very rarely. Very rarely. Yes. Very very rarely. Uh, then another thing is um, 
what's the good thing in our relationship what how we clean our apartment mm. it's what uh we clean twice a month every two weeks every two weeks so we clean together so i have my section of my of the house <laughs> his section of the house mm-hmm. and so we together we have like equal we, we clean the apartment yeah and um yeah what else uh, what we do like well i think like with laundry laundry i like, love love ryan love to do laundry i'm yeah i'm like very very picky about the laundry and like how i want my clothes washed and folded and hung up and taken care of because i hate wrinkled clothes Mm-hmm. So like I've just been doing my laundry since I was like seven years old. Mm-hmm. So, I it's just something I. Ever since we've been together, I've just done, mm-hmm. and that's it, mm-hmm. pretty much. I think it's like you you think you listen to another person and see where he's the like the best. Like Ryan, he's very good like with uh, designing. He like to design. He like to like put the stuff around. And I like to things in a particular order, kind of. So we and we also we are adult. He's thirty. Ryan is thirty five. I'm thirty three. We are adult pe- person who can put the stuff like in the, their orders. You know, mm-hmm. like we always do the bed. We always uh, everything is clean and the, like it's like when you're adult person, you understand what does it mean to be clean. Mm-hmm. You're not like a child of like five years old child who don't know what it is to uh, not to put these things away mm-hmm. and to take responsibility of your things, of your dishes and your clothes and your blankets and your everything. Yeah, I'm big on the dishes. Like, yes, you do not leave anything in the sink. Yes, in the kitchen. Like, I can't even start to cook anything until the kitchen is like clean. Yes, and all the dishes are put away. So it's, I think we just like have learned like what each other's yes. kind of pet peeves are, yes. and then like yeah. we just kind of work around it. Yes. And then, yeah. Like there's no real like expectation. Like you, I expect you to do this, and you expect me to do that. I think we just kind of do, just do take care of ourselves. Yes. Know? Yeah. But well, we we were like older when we met too. Yes. This was a good part. You know. So like we kind of had at that point figured out how to take care yes. of ourselves. Yes. It's, it's, so mm-hmm. by the time we were married, we were just so used to taking mm-hmm. care of, of ourselves that we didn't really need the other person to take care of us. And then anything that we do to take care of the other person is just kind of like extra frosting on the cake. I know? think it's very important. I think this like step what we lived alone before we got married, mm-hmm. it was like very important. Like, it's like when you know how to take care of yourself, you know how to do laundry, you know how to cook, you know how to do your whatever you need to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of like mama's boys out there who yes. are just dif- very difficult in relationships because they expect the woman to do every- yes. everything for yes. them. Yes, yeah. and they don't understand like how difficult it is to do the laundry, to cook, and they just like expect the woman to do it. So, uh, if you want happy marriage, live alone for some time <laughs> maybe yeah uh do you know how to Learn take, how care, to of take your... care of yourself yes yeah. and to be adult like just don't be a kid who like mess around there mm. <laughs> there's also probably situations that where because we don't have kids yet yeah but there's probably situations where there's like one 
of them, one of the couple work full time and they're yeah. like the breadwinner yeah. and they make most of the money. Yeah. And then the other person's job is to stay home and mm-hmm. take care of the kids and mm-hmm. make sure the house is clean mm-hmm. and do the laundry mm-hmm. and, all, and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I think in this situation, you need to appreciate each other. You need to appreciate like what this person go to work and the bring money but also another person should appreciate what you're like always with the, it's your job like you, you you have a job to take care of the kid and to do the laundry and to clean the house it's a it's a huge job mm-hmm. so each other should appreciate what what they do thanks everyone for tuning in that was the first episode of millennial marriages Next episode, Sandra and I are going to continue the list that we started. So tune in next week and subscribe to the channel if you found this information helpful. In the future, we plan to invite other couples on the channel so that they can go over their relationships and they can discuss with you the challenges that they have on these certain topics. So that's all for now, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.